Every company has breakdowns in their revenue process. Sure thing deals slip into next quarter, competitors creep in and swipe deals away at the last minute, and deals getting single threaded that don't get to power. These are just a few examples of revenue leak, but there are a ton more, and they're preventing your team from reaching their sales targets. That's why I'm such a big fan of Clary's revenue platform. It's the only tool that actually helps leaders take control of their revenue and thrive through any market conditions, especially when things get tough. You can't afford to miss a single detail, but you also can't be leading by gut. Clary combines the science and the art of sales and sales leadership. So go to Clary.com if you want to answer the most important question in your business. Are you going to meet, beat, or miss on revenue? Welcome to the Live Better, Sell Better podcast with your host, Kevin Dorsey of Inside Sales Excellence, the number one Patreon group and YouTube channel for tech sellers and tech sales leaders, where we dive in deep for tactical advice on how to book more meetings, close more deals faster, and lead sales teams to success. But we don't stop there. We also focus on the person in salesperson. We talk about mindset, goals, time management, and so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash inside sales excellence. Now with that, grab a notepad, get ready, and let's dive into the good stuff. If you think about hip hop, when it first really started, it had an image problem to cross over to main stream. If you think about a lot of some like the early, mm-hmm. bigger groups, there was an image problem. It couldn't seem to cross over until you started getting the likes of like the MC Hammers, the, the people that actually started doing some like the flashier hip hop. And that's what like opened up the doors for some of the other hip hop groups then to cross over into that mainstream. And when I think about sales, I feel like we still have a pretty bad image problem, mm-hmm. right? The image of a salesperson is still not a positive one. The lifestyle of a salesperson is still not a positive one. And so if you think about the transition that hip hop has made as as an image and how that genre has evolved, could you see that applying to sales too? Like how do we change the persona or the image of sales the way hip hop has kind of changed its persona just to break through? Does that make sense? Does the question make sense? So from, from what I'm understanding to recap it, because I, I understand, I think I understand where you're going is you're like, all right, when hip hop first started, I mean, it was straight street, <laughs> right? Everyone was like, okay, that's for that over there. We don't want anything to do with it, right? All the other genres were obviously top of the charts. They were doing their thing. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that anybody wanted to associate with, right? Then obviously due to, let's say run DMC, all these other groups that sort of coming into it, it became part of a culture. And what that culture was is it got adopted by professional athletes. It got adopted by people in well-known positions, even politicians, et cetera. And now it's like, oh, this is cool. So let's now start migrating to that. So what you're saying is sales in the similar spot. People are like, ah, sales. I'm like, uh, I guess I got to go into this. <laughs> Here I am, right? And you can obviously earn a lot of money in it, right? But what happens is it has a negative 
stigma for the lifestyle that you have, working the hours that you're working, being unhealthy as a whole. So am I understanding that correctly in what you're asking here? Yes. Yeah. So this is something that I've, I've always thought about, like, what is it? Because I, I never wanted to get into it because it was negative. I thought it was for people who were just super aggressive and they were liars. And I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. And then obviously, as you get into it, you realize it's not even close to that when you do it the right way. I think one of the most important things is if you look at how hip hop has transcended is looking at how can we essentially get others to respect sales more. Right. And so it could be obviously other roles like a customer success or marketing or even CEOs, right? Coming out and saying, hey, sales is great. This is how you should think about it. Because essentially, a CEO at the end of the day, a business owner is the first salesperson always, right? It's just CEOs don't really talk about that piece. Some CEOs are product focused and they're like, yeah, I don't want to have anything to do with sales at all. We don't need salespeople. Right. And so it really comes down to elevating great performances to where I get really disappointed where even our own salespeople throw us under the bus. Yes. So that doesn't elevate the profession at all. Right. That's why it's in in hip hop right now. I'm from Atlanta. You know, we've had multiple rappers get shot, died in the past six to 12 months due to just beef. That's not helping the hip hop community at all. I I watch the Joe Ben podcast like every single week. I'm going to watch it after this. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's my thing that I go watch. Right. And they chop it up a hip hop. And that's the thing right now. It's like, there's beef where we don't need beef in the community. And we have that mm-hmm. in the sales community. So how can we accelerate and elevate if we're having beef amongst each other and not figuring out ways to collaborate and really elevate the sales world? So I don't think there's one answer, right? I think mm-hmm. there's multiple avenues to this, but I think the biggest piece is collaboration, and having other voices elevate sales, just like if you think of hip hop, I mean, like for example, um, <laughs> what's uh, well, oh Nelly did a country song. It's like what, <laughs> right? You think of Juicy J. He did a song with uh, uh I think it was like uh, I forgot her name, but Kelly, I think something like that. And she was like a pop singer. So like that's what hip hop started to do. It started to like be ingrained in the culture, in other songs. People are playing it in other areas. And the only way it's going to elevate is if people elevate sales from other positions as well. And then obviously it, it brightens up. But I mean, that's that's my answer on that. And I think it's a topic of conversation. Curious to hear what you think, Katie. So it was always intrigued me about, you know, hip hop is not only did it eventually cross over, but in ways glorified a lifestyle that never should have been glorified. <laughs> yeah. And it, and this is, this is actually where I'm trying to bridge the gap is it made people want to be something that they never would have considered before. When, when, when West Coast gangster rap started to spread across this country and all of a sudden you started seeing Jerry curls, but you had never seen Jerry curls before and baggy caps and the Raiders jackets. And you saw people want to be something that they weren't. Right. And it was just and we all know people, by the way, who like became, became gangsters because of what they listened to. <laughs> I've been in the late all the time. <laughs> right. Like and, and it's that song that's always been interesting to me is why? Why did people make the leap to like, I want to be that? And it's something where I think within sales, we don't actually, I think, do a good job of 
glorifying the sales industry. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, we've got the beefs so that tears us down, but I also don't think we glorify it enough of like, here's all the great stuff that comes from it. Right. Even Run DMC, they were the first ones to start coming out with the big old chains. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, shit, like, I want those. I want, I want to be able to dress like that, talk like that, have the accolades, have the music videos. And so that's one area where I think as an industry, besides not tearing ourselves apart, I think we can do a better job as an industry of glorifying the lifestyle of sales, even if it's not that good. I knew real gangsters. All right. That lifestyle is not good. But people wanted it because of the perceived connotation of what that lifestyle was like. And I think that's where we miss as a sales industry. I don't think we do a great job of glorifying the lifestyle. So that's that's my thoughts on it. It's just like, I think we can do more to elevate what this can be, right? Where a young black man like myself with no college degree can be making what I'm making and doing what I'm doing and having the platform that I have. There are no other careers out there other than being a rapper or a ball player that would allow me to do what I'm doing right now. Sales is probably the only one. So it's things like that that I think about often is how can we glorify the, um, why just glorify, right? Like, just glorify what we do more and the perks of it, right? Like there's this, there's these old school sales groups I'm a part of on Facebook. I don't know if anyone else is too, but like the like sales pros and like sales, um, something from uh, Ryan Stewart, right? And it's all like the car salesman and door-to-door salesman and insurance salesman. It's all of that, right? And listening to them like fight and bicker and do all yeah. this, to, you know, about like, you know, oh, like who, who actually made a hundred grand last year, right? They're like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. And all this. And it's like, I know SDRs that make $100,000 and they're not standing on a car lot for 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for people who don't even know that that's possible. So I think that's, that's something that we can do.